0: Welcome to Everyday Witch, the podcast. Join head witches Tess and Nikki as we discuss our lives and invite you to embrace the magic. Hi everybody, welcome to the Everyday Witch podcast. I'm Nikki from Copper Crescent. And I'm Tess from Spellbinding. We're here today to discuss um, witches in the media. Um, Basically more about TV shows and movies that you see um, in the mainstream everyday world.
1: Yeah, so this episode will be about like witches in pop culture and what's accurate and what's not accurate about it.
0: But before we get started in, in the, on the material we'll be going over today, we're going to go ahead and set our intention of being here and present during uh, the podcast today, and then we'll do our tarot card pull. All right, breathe in, and when the tinctures are done, release and breathe out.
1: Okay, so today's card is the Six of Cups, which is representing you need to find that childlike spirit again and be playful as an adult, and maybe you'll find that by remembering something from your past or your childhood that will help you to remember how to have fun and be
0: playful. Do you have a favorite exercise that you like to do to have fun and remind yourself to not take life so seriously?
1: Um, I don't know. I guess just like not focusing on life, like adult <laughs> things, you know, uh, just, just getting out and doing fun things. Like when we went to the carnival.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. That was so like much stuff fun. like that. Yeah. 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 I, um, I sometimes like to just put on music and just dance my face off, like, 80s montage style. And I'm just like, okay, just release it all away and just remember to laugh and be silly. It's, it's hard, though, because life gets stressful. So do take time to make sure that you're having a little more fun today.
1: Yes. And the rest of the week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so what movie do you want to talk about first?
0: I think we should probably talk about Sabrina.
1: <laughs> I have a lot to know on Sabrina.
0: <laughs> Well, I've recently been watching the newest adaptation of Sabrina on Netflix, and um, although darker than its predecessor, it is uh, very beautifully written. The cinematography is fantastic. Um, I think the storyline is well fleshed out, although Mm -hmm. obviously different than the original.
1: Yes, the new one is very different. It's a lot darker. Um... I think it's a little bit more accurate to, like, rituals and myths that are portrayed in it, but the old one, like, I was watching the other day, and it's, there's still stuff in it that's true, like, shoot, they were saying, like, you can't mess with the mortals and you can't, like, ruin the balance of things, and whenever she would cast a spell in the old one, it would always come back to, like, bite her in the ass, basically, because she didn't like you know know how to balance anything and she was just doing what she wanted to help herself originally in like the first few episodes Mm -hmm. and uh, I think that's very true
0: I also think it's very interesting that the familiars in the original Sabrina like the the first one I love I like the fact that Salem could talk I thought that was always Mm -hmm. like really super cool where (laughs) in the other version, the newest version, they're um, goblins that take form of animals and they don't talk, which I thought was very interesting. Well, they talk, but more like telepathically to their witch. Right,
1: like she like, can only she hear can only. Yes, yeah.
0: yeah. And if their familiar, if their witch dies, and the familiar dies within a couple of days, where you know obviously like in the old one, they didn't have a lot of people dying <laughs> in that show. <laughs> yeah. So we're not quite sure what happened to their familiars when the witch who owned them passed on. But Salem wasn't really in the first one her
1: familiar mm-hmm. because he was just a cat that was there because he was punished for trying to take over the world. Yeah, wasn't he a warlock that <laughs> he they got put into
0: a cat's cat body because he was mm-hmm. trying
1: to take over the world mm-hmm. and that was his punishment for like a hundred years or something. Yeah,
0: that's right. That is right. So <laughs> th-
1: technically, the first one he wasn't her familiar. But I like the first version better because he could talk and it was funny.
0: But whatever. <laughs> so- so sarcastic. So fucking sarcastic. Um, also, too, um, it's interesting to note how different the aunties are. Mm-hmm. But but the same. Like, same in certain areas, but different in other areas as well. I, I thought that was, like... Cause...
1: They're very different. And also, like, in the new one, her parents are dead in it. And in the old one, her parents were divorced. And her dad, like, sent her to her aunt so she could learn about magic. It wasn't, like... T- her parents
0: were dead or anything. Oh, that is right. That is true. That yeah. is very true. Because didn't her dad live in the witch world? Didn't yeah. she one of he her parents... He lived in,
1: like, a different realm. Yeah, a different
0: realm. That's it. That's it. Not worlds. Realm. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, And That's there right. also
1: wasn't, there, like, a school for witches in the old mm-hmm. one, like, the new, whatever they call it, the school the, of the unseen. The unseen arts. Yeah, yes.
0: Yeah.
1: So, and also, they live in the mortuary the new one. Yes,
0: and they live in a normal, like, Victorian-style house in the old one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also, I also, in the old one, I liked that the sisters were different, but I like the fact that, like, Zelda and uh, Hilda got along. We're, like, in the new, like, in the new one, like, Auntie Zelda, she kills Hilda, like, all the time, yeah, (laughs) and, like, shames her for being I guess we should
1: say, like, spoilers. And if you've never watched oh. Sabrina, we're going to say spoilers. Yeah, sorry. Spoilers.
0: spoilers, guys. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert.
1: And we're here, spoilers for, like, the craft and practical magic. If you've never watched, like, any witch movie or TV show, you probably shouldn't listen to,
0: listen this. to this episode. <laughs> but if you haven't or you're curious, definitely check some of them out. Maybe not the new craft, but <laughs> the other ones we'll talk the about. The old school <laughs> ones. The old school ones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, I, didn't, I didn't know, and which I thought was interesting, and I was happy to find out that Sabrina was an, um, a spinoff from the Archie comic books.
1: Right, which is the new version.
0: Not yes. The old, but
1: that's like an actual thing where she was a comic.
0: Yeah. Also. And Riverdale and Greendale.
1: Are all in the same universe or whatever. And
0: so is um, Vampire Diaries.
1: Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah,
0: so Vampire Diaries, Riverdale, and Greendale – they're all in the same like all three little towns are like together together which mm-hmm. I thought was really interesting because you I didn't you know now I need to watch Riverdale because it makes me curious about because they
1: show Riverdale in it and I knew that was connected but I didn't know that about vampire Diaries yeah so that's interesting yeah
0: I thought that was I was like oh I've heard of that before By the way, if you haven't seen Vampire Diaries it's so so terrible but so so good. <laughs> Oh my gosh, if you love sexy people running around being vampires, watch it.
1: <laughs> and the, the first season is pretty good. It's like I think after the third season that you're like, okay, you can only die so many times. Honestly
0: though, the spoilers, I guess. Okay? Spoilers, yeah. But I won't tell you how the how the show ends, but it was one of the best
1: Worst shows. Like, like yeah,
0: and like with the way that they ended it, it was a completed series. It didn't leave you wanting more or mm. questioning what was happening or any of those types of things it was just a very well-rounded ending and I thought they really did the, the justice to the vampire diaries with with that but then I didn't know that vampire diaries became before originals and that like so I watched backwards so I watched the originals and then I watched vampire diaries but we'll talk more about supernatural shows later sorry we got off on a little tangent here um but anyways it was very interesting to see that they make connections to the Sabrina show in the Vampire Diaries just by mentioning, like, Riverdale and and a couple of the surrounding towns in
1: Well, and another thing that's different in the new version is the Dark Baptism, and they're very, like, satanic in the new version, Mm -hmm. like, very heavy on the satanic in the new Sabrina.
0: Yes, that is something else that's true. That is very true, because I almost felt like she was more of a light witch in... The ver- first.
1: Well, it was just like version. this is what happens when you turn
0: 16. 16. Yeah.
1: And it just automatically happened where in the new one it was sort of like, yes, you're a witch now, but if you don't sign your soul away when you're 18, then. You don't have any powers, right? That, it boosts her
0: power. It, from what I understand, I just got to that episode where she, where she signed, um, and it like it boosts her power. Like she only she doesn't have enough power on her own to like defeat. De- yeah, defeat certain yeah. Uh, entities and things like that. But it's interesting too to see the level of. Treachery that happens behind the scenes in that, and the misogynistic ways of the Church of the Night Mm -hmm. in that episode, in the episodes as well. And how, like, I like that she comes in and is like this force of nature and like saying, No, we we demand rights for all people, and like, I can be a high priestess, and well, and then you know, Father Blackwood's like, But it's been a man, a warlock, the entire time since the first you know bricks were laid and then she's like no but that's not right like yes
1: I think that's a big theme like uh old versus new is like in the new ones the witch or girl or whatever is always extremely like powerful and badass and like we've said like this girl that's like no I can do what I want and why has it always been this way it shouldn't be this way everyone should be equal whereas in the old ones it's like hocus pocus Yeah. Or, like, more comedy. Right. And, like, I mean, even in the new craft, even though it was not great, still along that same theme. Same theme, yeah. The old one was, too. It was just... You know what I mean? You see it more now. Right.
0: Well, because I think a lot of the social issues that we see nowadays are surrounding that. I mean, how many times... I think... I mean, sometimes I think about the fact that if I had a dick, I'd probably would have been making more money my entire life. Instead, I took me almost thirty years to c- crawl and scratch my way to fucking manager when I was deserved that right and title a long time ago. Yeah. So it's it's nice though to see these social issues being tackled in mainstream shows yeah. and not just in normal sitcom style TV shows or in reality TV. It's also in our fantasy shows as well and i think that's really cool that they made her such a formidable character to have a voice for not only mortals but and witches because mm-hmm. she upsets things at baxter high and at the unseen arts
1: so i think it's all together like even the cousin
0: oh ambrose yes 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 and also theo and Susie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so
1: it's definitely a newer version of everything yeah but like some of the myths in it are real mm-hmm. and some of the rituals and things that they do in the new Sabrina is, is like based off actual things that they got right. Like Lilith was the first witch and Adam's first wife. That's like an actual myth and they portray her accurately. I and mean, how she
0: becomes the Satan's lap dog. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's actually if you watch Supernatural, you watch any other sort of kind of supernatural show <laughs> i don't know how else to put it um i i feel like that's i feel like they did do that that part of the story justice and i feel the character who plays her is such a badass <laughs> like, such a badass oh, yeah
1: yeah the actress the actress yes yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah
1: she's really good in it and then the whole you log and winter solstice that's mm-hmm. pretty accurate except for it like warding off ghosts in the episode mm-hmm. everything else is
0: real to what people do normally also i thought it was interesting that they use a lot of puppets mm-hmm. um to manipulate you people, know uh, yeah. people and things like that which is which is very interesting so, lup-
1: lupacabra yeah ceremony is yeah. based off a real thing the roman ritual that increases fertility so that was like 50% accurate, I would say that they portrayed in it.
0: Yeah, they couple people up on to um, basically abstain from pleasure and then release pleasure over a certain length of time in order to better, uh, what, the, the species? To populate yeah. the species. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what their statue is that they like have in the middle of their school is basically Baphomet, and they were actually sued over it by the Satanic Temple and had to settle because it's an exact replica of the Satanic Temple's version of Baphomet. But I just wanted to do like a little history of Baphomet because I feel like most people think it's representing Satan, and that's not what it represents, you know? So it originated in the 14th century, as a figure to worship by the sons of Templar and it was described as a head or human skull and the name actually means Messiah which meant that the sons of Templar were secret Muslims but currently Baphomet represents all all opposites and equals in the universe like the yin and yang so it, it embodies everything in the universe and then for the satanic temple, it just represents their beliefs and values. So that's a little history on why so many people use that symbol and why it doesn't just stand for like someone being a satanist or something like that.
0: So is that where the like the goat head and the like the legs like is that why he looks half goat and half human? Is it goat? goat yes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you yeah.
1: ever seen that painting too where it was like the goat like it was like a goat and children were dancing around it. It was it's like mm-hmm. I think that was like an original god that pagans used to worship, which is maybe where this originated from too. Okay, yeah. Okay.
0: So Well, you know that Ring Around the Posies was about... uh, Yes. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really crazy when I heard about that. Oh, that's like
1: my favorite thing to look up is like nursery rhymes that are actually super fucked up. Like, uh, it's raining, it's pouring, the old... Have you ever heard that one? Mm -hmm.
0: I don't know what it represents, though. I've heard it. Well,
1: it's just like, if you really think about it, he hit his head and went to bed and didn't wake up in the morning. Like, he died.
0: yeah, he did.
1: But I used to sing that all the time. And then, like, one day I was like, that means he died. Like, I sang that when I was little, and it's, like, about a guy knocking his head and dying, you know? Right, yeah. And I just think it's so funny, like, how morbid some of them are.
0: Yeah. It is, it is kind of morbid Yeah. to think about that.
1: So, yeah, that's basically what I have for Sabrina and... Yeah, If you haven't
0: watched it, if you the, the old one, of course, is, like, from the 90s. I mean, it's, like, good and cheesy and wholesome fun. Um, if you're looking for something a little more dark and interesting, definitely check out the new Sabrina on Netflix. It was um, – I mean, I'm in part two right now, and I can't put it down. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go home and finish. I want to know what happened. So it's a little addicting, but uh, it's really fun. The
1: other thing I'll say about the new one is – I don't want to, like – because you're just in the first part, but they do also reference Hecate and the mother of the maiden and the crone, which is also a real thing. Mm -hmm. And that's something that people like worship as a deity a lot, especially witches because she's like one of the main witches. You Mm -hmm. know, she has a triple goddess and everything. So I think that's also really important that they represent that in the show.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the characters are really well-rounded, and I also like the fact that they brought warlocks and witches into the, like, the male and the female, and the counterbalance, I think that that was really neat to see, because you don't, she doesn't really come across a lot of male witches in the original Sabrina, uh, like, because there's no school, you know, like, to bring them all together.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think the Nick character was in the old one, though. Really? I think so, Yeah. yeah.
0: It's been a minute. I'm I just have to think it was later one. on
1: in the series.
0: Okay, I will have to watch that.
1: I'm not sure if he was like a full blown like witch like her, but I'm pretty sure there was like another guy named Nick.
0: Yeah, because I want to say I remember her and Harvey having problems in the original episode, the original one too or something. Interesting, but okay. if you get a chance though, definitely check them out. It's their good watch and it's something that's kind of fun and uh, unique to check out. <clears throat>
1: want to talk about practical magic i feel like you're very <laughs> <laughs> expert at practical magic only you know, like, because
0: i've been watching it like every year for like ever um one of my very first movies as a young adult uh watching was practical magic i mean who doesn't love sandra bullock and nicole kidman Stocker channing and uh diane oh my gosh i'm looking on her name diane west i think is her last <laughs> name oh my god they're just incredible um we I I mean I think I can speak for both of us here we both really feel like this is the closest representation of like what it would be like to have to be a witch in like everyday life and I know for myself like I remember always being picked on for being weird and different and unique and um I think there's very much a little bit of Sally and a little bit of Jillian in all of us, right? Like, there's a part of us who crave to want to be accepted by the normal society and fit in and Mm -hmm. have everybody like us. I think that's just a very human condition. Um, And then, you know, there's Jillian who can't wait to leave her little small town and run away and experience the big world. And, I mean, I certainly can understand that too um, from both sides. But it was neat to see how the ants meddle in love lives. And, you know, Sally makes botanical skincare products, which yeah. <laughs> makes me wonder now, too, if that's where I got my love for it, like, a little bit from. Um, and then Jillian's just, like, that rebel who just kind of bounces through life trying to find a man that, you know, can handle the curse of the, the <laughs> Owens women. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this movie was from I want to say came out in the '90s. Um, beautiful, beautifully written movie. Um, the spoiler alert: the house is not an actual house. It was actually built for the movie, which I was super sad because I was like, "Can I buy that house? I want to. I want to yeah, live in that house." I but, think everyone wanted. <laughs> I think everybody wanted the house, but it was actually built for for the, the movie of Practical Magic, which I thought was really interesting. Um,
1: I think what most people say about Practical Magic is, like, it's the most realistic out of all the movies or shows about, you know, magic. But, obviously, there's realistic, unrealistic things in it.
0: Like, right, like, like bringing the guy back to life. From or, from the, yeah, from the dead. But they do say, though, and, and that's the thing, like, you don't mess with the counterbalance, like if you do bring something back from the dead, it will not come back and be the original thing that, you know, whether it be a person, an animal, it always Mm -hmm. comes back and is evil. Um, I felt the grimoire (laughs) that they had was really, really cool. Neat. Yeah. had a lot of, like, you could tell that it had been handed down from like generations to generations. And, um, they talk about how like, it's not right to bring people back
1: Mm -hmm.
0: from the dead. Um,
1: I also like how they like in the movie like when they didn't have something like she used whipped cream and yep. stuff like that because it's like you don't need I, I think a lot of times in movies and stuff they over exaggerate like oh we need this rare special thing that you can only get in one part of the world and in that movie it's like what do we have in the kitchen and we'll just fucking throw it together you know.
0: Well I like when they're making the, the midnight margaritas and they're like. A little crag of salt, and and they're like throwing all the things into yeah. the blender, and then they make it bubble, and like they just basically use kitchen witchery to make margaritas. And I thought that right. was really neat. I do like the fact that they have the substitutions because substitutions are are what happen in life. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you don't always have a green candle when you need it. You have a white one on hand, or <laughs> or it's know. like
1: for people on a budget, you're not going to spend
0: yeah however
1: much money on a you know. Some stuff that costs... Which you can get most stuff at the dollar store. Yeah.
0: I just if, picked up, like, five things of, like, things that I needed for my altar from the dollar store. Like, cinnamon powder and a bunch right. of other stuff. But so, if you
1: can't, yeah. you don't have to have that to complete whatever you're trying to do, you know? like And
0: remember, intention is everything. Whenever you're working with anything, like, intention is really huge. Like, knowing where your intention is and having a clear mind and those types of things. And messing with people with magic without their permission is dangerous. I think that was a huge underlying of the movie, right? Like, luckily it worked out for her and she ended up with the guy, but her husband, still because the ants meddled, ended up dead.
1: I think that was a huge message throughout, like, every movie, TV show, everything. Like I said, even in the old... Sabrina, that was like she messed up. She did something, and then that would always backfire because she wasn't thinking about anyone else but herself.
0: Right. Where in the, that was the the theme in the old and the new one too. They were right. like, you don't even understand the gravity of what you're messing with, and then you're just blindly yeah, doing the, magic. And that's what they say to um, Sally. They're like, you can't turn your nose up at the craft and then practice it. And then not expect things not to go wrong.
1: It's basically like the butterfly effect. Yeah. And yeah,
0: so. Yeah, but yes, I. It's one of my favorite movies. It has a very lovely soundtrack. Um, it was beautifully written. Um, I really. I mean, I plant, you know, rosemary by your garden gate and lavender for luck and like all of the things. And I actually have a friend who, in Mexican traditions, you put aloe vera out in front of your house to keep it uh, like abundant and safe and it helps ward off evil spirits which I thought was really interesting so it's neat to see how much um, like botanicals can represent you know different things and in the movie you know where Mm -hmm. they're like cooking up placenta bars but really in reality they're just making skincare products Yeah. (laughs) yeah but you know I think it's it's also interesting to see how people get picked on and how it carries into your child, and from childhood into adulthood, when when you're a little different and trying to find your way in the world, I think that was a big one as well. Like that, finally, like people were like, "Oh, we've always been curious about you. We didn't know what you did, but once we found out, like, we're down to help you." And you know, mm-hmm. they they accepted her, and I think that was nice to see. Yeah, the bullies accepting, you know, her for what she well who she is, not what she was or yeah. is. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So, just to quickly like touch on Hocus Pocus, because that's another iconic movie that everyone knows about, I looked it up and it says that it was based on real people who died in the Salem trials, like real sisters that all died together, but I couldn't find any actual names or dates, so I don't know if that's actually true or not, but that's what I found, and for the movie, it's basically just like a fun movie about what everyone at the time envisioned witches to be, I think. Yeah.
0: Stealing children's souls to stay young. Like
1: every stereotype come to life. Yeah.
0: The virgin and the, the black the candle. Most... I smell children. Yes. Minnie. I smell yes. children. I love how they, the they fly on the how they fly on the broom on the vacuum. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where Sarah Jessica Parker's on, like, the old Dustbuster instead of the Broom. I thought that was great. I think that would played a level, an element of comedy into it. But it it is interesting to see how, like, same thing with uh, Stardust. The witches. Have you seen Stardust? I don't think I've ever seen. That. Oh my gosh! Okay, so we've got a new one. I won't spoil it, but it has Robert De Niro in it, Michelle Pfeiffer. It always
1: comes up for me though, because like I've told you, I watched The Princess Bride like a million times, yeah. and then that always comes
0: up. It's a really really good movie. If you've seen it, and there's witches in that one, so we'll, okay. we'll have to watch it and get back to you on that one. But Stardust, <laughs> check it out. It's good. Um, but it is interesting to see. You know, it's it's funny. It's a kids movie. It's a <laughs> Halloween movie. But like that's really. If you, the grim fairy tales, if the, you know, um, I just watched Hansel and Gretel, the witch hunters, yeah. like those were the way that witches were portrayed as as ugly and and, and evil and they were after the youth and the, the, soul. the souls of the children, their life forces and those types of things where when most of these people, like we mentioned in our last episode, they were like cunning people, they were people who were able to know what the land provide provided and to heal people without actually being like medical doctors and those types of things so it's it's interesting to and fun but to see <laughs> yeah people I don't think
1: that movie will ever go away I okay. mean it's such an iconic Halloween I think they're going to remake it actually but I
0: think there's a two coming out yeah yeah which yeah. will be
1: interesting to see I they know can do a part two yes
0: part two <laughs> and hopefully Beetlejuice 2 will be out by then too so we can talk about that uh, I
1: love that. We could do, like, a Halloween one where it's, like, all Halloween movies, like, iconic Halloween movies. Yes. Okay, guys,
0: gear up for October. It's going to be can, a good time.
1: We can cut that off. We need to. That's, <laughs> <laughs> like, planning when our next episode is.
0: We also, we also um, watched The Craft. Um, The original movie came out in 1996, and the newest version came out in 2020 and was supposed to be a sequel to the original craft movie. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Let's just talk about the original for a second. yeah, Yeah. So to me, the original one was like mostly based in Wicca, not necessarily like witchcraft. Like we talked about in the last episode, there's a difference because what they refer to a lot in the movie is like Blessed be ye as above, so below, the law of three, which is mostly Wiccan or pagan beliefs, like the whole law of three thing. And the shop owner says, true magic is neither black nor white. It's both because nature is both, which, once again, the whole nature thing. I think that applies to everything, but I just think it's more of a Wiccan-based Practice that they use
0: in that movie. Well, and I think it's interesting too because they're using elemental magic because mm-hmm. each one of them has their own element right. that they call in and wins and those types of things. Which, um, I mean, for if you think about it, for a long, very, very long time, most witches practiced in private in secret because of fear of persecution. So I thought it was very interesting that they were using they because you can have a coven of witches that's smaller than four. But they could never perform anything that was powerful because they didn't have their fourth. So I thought that was an interesting...
1: Right, because they were trying to use the elements, and that's why they needed a fourth. But I don't think that's necessarily true for spells or ritual work. You don't need to have four people. That's like... More of a specific thing, right? Well,
0: where you could go, well, because most, if you watch most other shows, if they're calling in elements, they literally have physical elements there, like you right. know, dirt that they can and touch, they and then they up. have water yes. that they, you know, like pour all into a cauldron, basically, and cre- combine mm-hmm. the elements to call all of them into the right. circle or the practice or that they're doing. So um, it was the original was dark I mean right like it was a little the original was dark there was a lot of controversial things things that they went through and experienced
1: but I also think it was very accurate of like teenagers especially Mm -hmm. at that time and
0: well how drunk with power certain people can get like it doesn't matter if you're a witch or not like power can corrupt if you let it and like and I felt that it was good that they had ground rules in place that if somebody caused harm to themselves or another that they would bind their magic because they, mm-hmm. you know, so that was responsible because. to a certain extent, but how far do you go before you decide that right. you're going to... where's the line? Yeah, where's the ever, line? Have
1: you ever watched Fringe?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Oh, it's so good. It's about science, but it's like... Oh, is that that Fringe TV show? Science.
0: Oh, yes, it's a TV okay. show. okay, okay.
1: It's okay, so fucking good. You should watch it. Okay. But there's this thing that he says in it because he's like this mad scientist, basically, and he like did this crazy shit that got him to, you know, I don't want to tell you anything if you're going to watch right, it. Right, right. <laughs> but basically, this person said to him, like, you know, you should have stopped sooner. You, you, that, you shouldn't have done that. And he's like, where's the line? How am I supposed to know where the line is until I cross it?
0: Kind of like... I'm watching house right now and he's kind of like well if we don't take risks you know we can either test him and treat him or he'll be dead anyways you know and like we can argue about it later you know like it might not be the most ethical thing to do but it's is it gonna possibly save this life then we'll do it Right. so So
1: it's like i think the line is like dependent on the person where do you think the line is and how do you know until you have crossed it and then you're like oh shit i shouldn't have done that that's the line. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I always thought that was such a good quote because it's like, yeah, how do you know until you cross it?
0: True. That's true. Or really sitting and resonating because I think that's the thing. Like, we're very uh, reactive and
1: mm-hmm.
0: beings and we don't always stop and think before we react sometimes. Yeah. And, like, if you are in touch with your intuition, like, I mean, I was a little wild in my younger years. But I always knew that there was a line that I couldn't cross. And once I crossed that line, I knew there wasn't... Part of my soul wouldn't come back. And I never crossed it. And it, it was it's just interesting. But my, my intuition got sharper and stronger the more I listened to it. Yeah. And, like, really set in with, like, where I wanted to be and who I wanted to be and those types of things, so... But the, the new well, one...
1: Yes, the new one ah. was... It was interesting. I kind of was hoping it would be good. Like... I wasn't sure in the beginning where they were going with it. And I I was like this this might be okay. <laughs> you know, I've heard really bad things about it, but it might be okay. And they had I mean, they they used the line we are the weirdos, mister.
0: Right. They
1: did the same element ritual in the beginning. Mm-hmm. They had somewhat the same storyline with her being the new girl and not fitting in.
0: Right, and, and her then, being the fourth.
1: And then um, they had the whole thing with binding like, we need to bind her because she's hurting people. So they mm-hmm. kind of kept to the same storyline. Same thing the about same the boy. Movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: But it, it wasn't, it very much wasn't as, I wouldn't call it a sequel though.
1: It was kind of trying to recreate the first one, except they made it ten times worse Yeah. because they added in that element of the guy and his family and then him being like a warlock or whatever he was and not explaining any of it.
0: Any of it. There was no explanation. You were left with more questions at the end of the movie than answers, and it really didn't weave. I was expecting maybe this to be like, their daughters, like they've all grown up, and they're this is like they all meet by happenstance at some new school or something like where they were going to weave the old story with the new story to really have a full storyline. And that just wasn't the case here. There was a lot of gaps in the story. It was.
1: The thing that really annoyed me was that they never went to a store. Like, no. and I don't know if it's because it's the 21st century, but they never went to like an occult store. They never read any books. They, they never, had one. They, they had, had the had craft book. book. That
0: was it. But th- but in they the never. In the beginning. But they never read it. But okay, but if it's the 21st century, like why didn't they show them on the computer doing research or something? Like we right. all do research. Like I'm literally buried in a book or I have a fifty thousand tabs open on my computer when it's I'm like learning about It's like,
1: like the the girl who was new and she like didn't know anything. She just all of a sudden knew like all these
0: spells to right. say. Yeah. Like where
1: did you get that from?
0: Oh and we don't do that. Like how is she supposed to know that you're not supposed to do that if she's a brand new witch who's never
1: And you didn't explain anything, anything to, her. to her. Yeah. A, Although the
0: caboodle magic box was fucking cool. And I'm I definitely gonna be making Yeah
1: that's <laughs> the only thing I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna be making
0: make. a caboodle witch box like for on the go. When you need all of well, the things. Well, because it
1: was like sparkly, and it was basically like a makeup box. I think it was, that, a, yeah, it was a yeah, makeup yeah. box
0: that they converted into a like traveling spell box. Yes. With like all their. Yeah, that was like the one things. thing out of the
1: whole movie that I was like, "That's actually cool."
0: Yeah. Out yeah. of the whole movie. <laughs> I don't want to discourage anybody from not watching the new, the new movie. It just, for me, I felt like it was a waste of my. A waste of my time because the the storyline just wasn't...
1: I would love to hear how, like, younger... I feel so old when I said Like, how, like, Gen Z liked the movie because I, it was very much geared towards them. It was. And maybe they liked it a lot more than the old one because the old one is obviously 1996, so maybe...
0: You're not old if 1996 feels like 10 years ago. <laughs> You're not the only one. <laughs> Everything's coming back, but no. It would be interesting to see if they like it a lot more. Yes. Well, and what I thought was interesting is like, why? Is like, I get that they snuck into his house to get something of his, but like, it would have been a cooler. Like, what if they hexed him like through an email? Yeah. Like you know what? Text, I, yeah. Yeah, or like through text, or like some like some 21st century way of like I don't know. I just. Thought also, it that wasn't.
1: Even Like the way she did, they did that. I'm like that. They threw stuff in and then threw it on his bed, and it was like nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, they should have done that better. They should have like shown it in a better way. It just seemed very lazy.
0: Yeah, and disgusting.
1: And disgusting for sure. But also just like (laughs) lazy. Yeah. I mean, go into his bathroom and grab like a fucking brush.
0: Yeah. Or yeah, something. Yeah, but I mean, if you're interested in it, give it a watch. But I mean. On this side of the table, meh, I'd rather watch the old one.
1: Yeah, same.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, it is interesting to see how prevalent and how many, how much the craft has been portrayed in media and TV, like, you know, originally print books and those types of things, to film, Mm -hmm. to now TV shows um and to see it kind of coming full circle into mainstream and, and it does get hard researching myth from reality and also like every single person because it's going to be different right you talk to one person it's this and you talk to one person it's that and you talk to this person and then it's that so I always tell people like take what resonates with you and then leave what doesn't because you're Craft is very personal, and are you what talking do you about believe. The
1: myths are you talking about like how to do it?
0: Just with like everything. Like, I was. What was I researching?
1: Yes. I was
0: researching something for one of our podcasts, and like I would go to one site, and it said that you know like mm-hmm. this about it, and then you go to another site, and then it says this about it, and then you go to another site, and it says something com- almost completely different about it, and it's like, well, who do I believe? These are all accredited right. yes. sites, but who? Did this really happen in 1625 or 1692, or did it start in, you know, seven, the 1700s? Yes. And so, I mean, it, it's, it is very difficult to find, like, one definitive answer. One, like, yes. this is the way it is kind of thing. It's,
1: well, I think it's because it happened so long ago, like, with that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and to think about how many books and things like that were burned or never recovered or never found, and... and yeah you know how much history was lost or whitewashing of history yeah which is or
1: making yourself look better yeah
0: yeah so but I mean it was really fun adventure watching all of these movies and getting a chance to kind of like talk about them um do you guys have a favorite magical movie that you love to watch That's tradition um we'd like to hear which what kind of movies are your favorites or tv shows and um maybe what you like or don't like about them
1: yeah, and if you are young and you love the craft, let us
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd really like to know what was it is you liked about it, because I left me perplexed.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you can just write into everydaywitchpod at gmail, and if there's anything else you want to let us know or have us talk about, just email.
0: Yes, email us up. Um, all right, well, we're probably going to head into... The magical, magical...
1: Magical... Week.
0: Magical Week.
1: Magical Moment. Was there
0: anything... This magic moment.
1: Um, now, that's
0: a good movie. I haven't watched it in a long time. The Sandlot.
1: Oh, that's really
0: old. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> really old. <laughs> that's I loved cool. that movie as a kid. Um, <laughs> no, I i know, it? it's so good. Those memories. Was there something that magical? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Well, I went to Sedona, and that was really fun and I got a psychic reading that was really good and totally accurate and just just like being up there and not having my phone on me for the whole day was really needed and and, uh helped me like de-stress a lot you know I feel like sometimes you get so bogged down with like I need to answer this message I need to answer that message I need to be on my phone and I need to 24 7 be like Like, on call, basically, especially when you're, like, a business owner. Mm -hmm. And it was really nice to disconnect for a while.
0: That's awesome. It is important. It's so important (laughs) to disconnect. How was the energy? Could you feel the electricity in the air? Sometimes up there you can feel it.
1: I felt a lot better. Like, we were talking about this, like, you know, we just were not feeling... (laughs) super energized and stuff and then I went up there and I wasn't on my phone and I felt so much better so much more relieved so much less tense and frustrated with everything and then like when I came back a lot of the things I was you know um feeling upset about I don't want to say upset but just like negative headspace about had kind of resolved themselves so yeah. that was almost like oh I don't have to be on my phone twenty four seven because it might just not even be an issue if I ignore it for a day I don't know right you
0: know? right well it's well but it's also important to put up healthy boundaries like I did that and I'm like I think I might have lost a client because I didn't answer back because I took mm-hmm. mem- I took Memorial Day to spend it with my family and I chose not to be on my phone and it was one of the most peaceful days ever but yeah if i lost that client i lost that client but i'm allowed to have a boundary and i'm allowed to say today is for me and like it's but it does get hard even even with the normal job it's hard sometimes to go i'm going to take this time for myself or i'm going to put this boundary in place because it's healthy for myself
1: yeah no. it's hard to do it without feeling guilty yeah you know like i I'm, I'm selfish because i am not answering people back or i'm just thinking about myself but it's actually healthy Healthy. yeah (laughs) and what you need if you're not gonna like burn yourself out yeah so true well I think ours were basically the same for like what we yeah a week
0: I think and also for me I did have somebody a gentleman who connected to um a non-denominational god um pastor who reaffirmed to me that I'm heading forward in the right tra- trajectory, which has happened to me a lot. I'm curious to know if any other people are approached by people randomly in gas stations and, and places of your work and have been told things, because for my whole life I've had people tell me that I'm going to live a long time, that my soul is old I is know, creation, my... and yeah. I've, that's why I want to go get like a real professional reading, because I'm curious about these things. But it was really nice to meet somebody who was so inclusive about religion and was really... Um, honored to have met me and didn't care about who who I was as a as like what my preferences were for religion he just saw me as a person with a right. with a soul who was you know had something to offer to the world and it was nice to be reminded that like even though that times are tough that people see see me yes because I sometimes don't see it for myself, you know, because you're so involved in your head, or like you said, you're so in it, it, you don't take a step back. And so that was really, that was another thing that I thought was really kind of cool this week was to have that confirmation from a stranger. Like, it's nice when your friends and family are telling you you're doing good, but like, when a stranger was like, you're doing amazing, you're like, oh, thank you, (laughs) I have been seen. (laughs) This is so nice. Yeah,
1: well, because it is like... you don't owe me anything. You're a complete stranger. So when they tell you something, you believe it more because what are, why are they telling you it? Right. They don't get anything out of it, you know? Right,
0: right. And there, I mean, I agree. That's true. There's no...
1: I mean, there could be an ulterior motive. <laughs> but you don't... But
0: most that. likely not. Yeah. 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 So, well, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. It was so much fun watching all of these shows. And um, we got some really fun things uh, to discuss coming up, but we also wanted to drop some news really quickly that we're really excited about.
1: Yes, yeah, so on July 10th, we are going to be hosting a workshop that will be teaching everyone how to different spreads and how to cleanse your cards, and Nikki will be showing you how to make a spray spray that you can take home to cleanse your cards and your space.
0: Yeah, we're very excited. We're going to be covering probably about four different types of cleansing tools that you can use um, and a little bit of history on them. Um, And I'm really excited to teach you guys how to make a spray and take home. And what's nice with that knowledge, you'll be able to continue to replicate the recipe at home anytime you need your uh, cleansing sprays renewed and... um, ready to go um so we're literally looking forward to it again that's july 10th from 12 p.m to 2 p.m it'll be at
1: um in arizona in the biltmore area and you can find all the information and the link in our instagram or on the podcast instagram and if you have any questions you can message us or email
0: us and let us know yes yeah and the um we'll give full instructions about where to park and all of the goodies um will be available through the link um we're very very excited to have you guys be a part of our workshop and um we'll see you guys on the 10th for um our workshop workshop. (laughs)
1: yeah And if not, then we will see you back here next week for the next episode. We're talking about candle magic.
0: Yay. So excited. All right, guys. We're wishing you a phenomenal week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.